What is up, everybody? How's it going? Yes, I am back. Two two podcasts in, in a week, Dawson? What? Have we been blessed? Yes, you have been blessed. If you haven't listened to episode 50, please go listen to it. It was mostly just the debate questions. The two debate questions that I had was, is an Oreo sandwich? And are there more wheels or are there more doors in the world? And I didn't expect to talk about those subjects that long uh, on episode 50, the Milestone podcast. But I, I mean... <laughs> I can't control where it goes and where my brain leads. So that's what happened. I was like, what? I didn't really get to talk about anything else but just debate stuff. I didn't really, you know, kind of engage with other things that were just in my brain. So I was like, you know what? I kind of want to just drop one real quick before I go off um, on my mission trip, which I will get to that in a little bit. But yeah, I just wanted to drop something real quick. So you have two podcasts to listen to while I'm away. But don't be getting used to this. It's not going to happen all the time. That's just a lot of work. Okay, so your ears are blessed right now. If you're watching this on YouTube, your eyes are definitely blessed because I'm not going to ignore the elephant in the room or anything, but look at what I'm wearing. Oh, yes. If you're listening to this right now, maybe you can hear it. Maybe you can hear what I'm wearing right now, or the, just the fabric. Maybe not. But it's not quite a turtleneck. It's not quite a tank top. Everybody, put your hands together for the turtle tank. Yes, sir. I came out with the turtle tank. I'm ready for spring. Bring on summer. The hot season is ready for me, man. You th- People are like, Dawson, what do you do during the summer? It's going to get too hot for a turtleneck. I was like, you just wait. They all, had, they all lost faith in me. They're like, Dawson, I don't really know. I don't really know what you got going on. Like, it's it's going to get too hot, which I agreed. But I'm just going to do what anybody else does with stuff that, you know, gets a little hot. Just cut the sleeves off, baby. Just cut the sleeves off. I mean, it's going to be a hard market. Turtlenecks were on a hard market because they're normal. This is not normal. I know that. I realize that. But the thing is, though, you've got to come in hard in the paint. you got to really bring out some great advertising to it. And I promise you, people will buy it. There's many of products that are just stupid out there, but they have great advertising behind them, and it just works. Like, I've talked about them in my previous podcast, like the Balance Bracelet and the Fushigi Ball. Those were both awful products, but they were backed, and they literally paid people to be like, hey, look, or like the Raycon earbuds. You know, those celebrities don't know what the Raycon earbuds are. They don't even know what they are. They just have some guy go to them and be like, hey, we will pay you just say that these headphones are just awesome and will let you be. And then rappers like Cardi B and stuff, they'll put them in there. Oh my gosh, this thing's amazing. Like they just sound enchanting. They're just awesome. Like I love listening to my own music through these AirPods. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, man. Or Raycons. My bad. But with the turtle tank, who am I going to help advertise it for me? Because it's going to be a pretty hard market. I'm, I know a lot of people right now are probably looking at me if you're watching this on YouTube and going, Dawson, there's no way I'm buying that. But yes, you will. Oh, yes, you will. You will want to dive into this adventure once you realize of who I'm going to get to wear this. The athletic community. Yes, the workout people. They wear crazy outfits. Crazy. They took a hoodie. Have you ever seen the cutoff hoodies? They literally just cut the sleeves off a hoodie 
kept the hoodie and they people work out in it and they make videos of them working out with this cut off hoodie thing and I'm like dude that's basically the same thing that I'm doing with my turtle tank it was originally supposed to be something for the winter and only for the cold seasons but I'm bringing it back for the summer and the way that I'm bringing it for the summer is cutting the sleeves off of it keeping the neck so it's still a turtleneck like they kept the hoodie on the they kept the hood on the hoodie and I mean it's the, they're like cousins of each other they're cousin products and I think the workout community will appreciate this product and they would probably you know the, I could just see them in the mirror right now just oh their veins are just popping and the oh and the turtleneck's just flexing because their neck is just huge because they just got done with a great lift oh they're just flexing in the mirror man I, I know like if you're watching on youtube i'm sorry you just watched skin and bone in 4k baby just straight uh bone marrow and i can't help it you know that's just the way that god made me um so don't judge okay i'm working on it and i'm i'm working on it the best i can uh, I don't, I don't really like lifting that much, but I do want to help out the weightlifting community and create outfits for them because they deserve, uh, to have outfits too. And their, their lives matter as well when it comes to, you know, different things and outfits, because I mean, I bet you it's hard to find stuff that fits them because their muscles are just so ugh, just out there. And also the, the, um, the turtle tank everything is used on it because I know you're probably worried the people that are, care about the planet and what's going to be thrown away. It's like Dawson, what happened to the sleeves? Did you just throw them away? No, I didn't just throw them away. I have one here for you. It's also going to be for the athletic community. Well, Dawson, this is just a, a cut off like tur turtleneck sleeve. Like what's it going to, Oh, what, what is that Dawson? Yeah, that's right. You put it on, you just kind of cut a little bit of this like little flap stuff that's on it. You got yourself a shooting sleeve, bro. You got yourself a shooting sleeve. You'll be just straight shooting three-pointers and stuff, going to the rec center, balling it up and stuff. You got a whole, you got a copper fit just straight on the arm, dude. And if you got a tiny enough leg like I do, it versatiles and just fits as like a copper, copper, um, copper fit legging. Look at that. It's an athletic leg sleeve, too. I'm gonna put copper fit out of the business. So I got a dual thing. I not I don't only have the turtle tank, but I also have the official Last Cycle Heart Podcast shooting sleeve. So, you know, those will be in stores. And I did not also forget about the gift basket. I did not forget about that. I know I have not came out with the pop quiz yet. I'm still coming up with questions and about to put that out there. But whenever I promise it will be put out there. So just wait patiently. And if you don't know anything about the pop quiz, that's all in episode 50, okay? That's all in episode 50. But the turtle tank, baby. Oh, I'm feeling it for spring. I am absolutely just, I'm ready. I'm pumped. I, I'm pumped for my mission trip. I'm about, that's tomorrow. I'm going to be leaving and flying to Brooklyn, New York for a mission trip. And I'm really ready to go on that thing. And just, it's going to be a really great experience for sure. Like this morning I woke up, I decided to wake up really early and just, get that white girl experience by grabbing a coffee and going and watching the sunset, I mean, sunrise. And it just, I wanted to get that experience. I, I've only seen the sunrise. I mean, I've seen many sunrises because I worked on a golf course, but not like on a mountain, you know, like, you know, you know, the girls that I'm talking about, they'll just sit up on the mountain, take videos and like with their coffee or something or 
with a book they're reading and they'll just be like, oh, beautiful sun, sunrise or whatever. And I'll be honest, I kind of hated on it for a little bit. I was like, I don't know why you do that every weekend. I don't understand it. But then I went to saw, I went to see one this morning. I woke up really early and drove to Mount Nebo. Yeah, it's Mount Nebo, dope mountain. It's a really, really high mountain. And I just sat up there. And I just basked in God's beauty of what, and I was, I had a little tear coming down my eye. I will be honest. I just, it felt like the beginning of the Lion King as as soon as the sun rose up, all the sun, every little bit of sunlight started hitting the plants. There's, I don't know if that's how it goes, but I'm just going to go with that. I'm not kidding. I should have like, <laughs> I was thinking about picking up the child that was right next to me with his parent, just hold him up in the air. Just like not like my finger but like my finger just rub it on his forehead just ha ah. <laughs> but it was beautiful it was it really was it, even though that's what I was thinking in my head initially it was absolutely beautiful I read my little devotional up there I prayed and it just felt different it really felt nice so guys if you think it's weird to go watch the sunrise or sunset give it a shot okay I'll promise you just give it a shot it will not be disappointing uh, like I thought it was going to be. So I got my white girl experience. I'm going to check that off the list. I'm probably going to have to go again, but it was absolutely awesome. And it also was a funnier fact that I read in Deuteronomy. Uh, y'all, no, I did not just cast a spell. <laughs> That's an actual book of the Bible. No, don't worry. Your chairs are not going to be started flowing around your house. As soon as I say that Deuteronomy, just your couch flies across the room. No, it's not going to be like that. But Chapter 34 of Deuteronomy, uh, Moses went up to Mount Nebo to watch uh, the Israelites go into um, the um, promised land. And And it was interesting because I read that while I went to Mount Nebo. I didn't even realize that. I realized that when I was there and I made a little stupid video of of it because it, it just inspired me from like standing up on that mountain. I was like, dude, I need to make this video right now. And I just happened to have the things that uh, it was a little planned. It really was. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But also at the same time, I didn't realize until the night before that I was going to mountain was planning to go to Mount Nebo, which happened to be where Moses uh, was not. It's not like in Arkansas. Moses was in Arkansas at Mount Nebo. That would be even more sick. I'm like up there on a historical place but it was just happened to be called Mount Nebo the same name just it just it was it was very interesting so I, I made a little goofy video up there but man I feel bad for my man Moses that's basically what I was trying to say is is that I read through the whole Old Testament not whole Old Testament right now but just the Torah part like Genesis through Deuteronomy I'm in uh, Joshua right now so don't ask me any questions because I don't know but I read all the way from Genesis to uh, from Genesis to Deuteronomy, and it was amazing. Like people, I know some people crap on reading it chronologically. I know I got that word out. I barely did, but I clutched it. I went through my brain for a split second. Was like Dawson, you're not gonna get that word. You're probably not. I'm not gonna say it again because I'm probably not gonna get it again. But Dawson, we're gonna push through. My tongue was just like, I will finish this. Don't worry, brain. I got this. Have confidence in me. And I said it. Anyways, I'm not going to say it again. So I, I read it in order. <laughs> we'll make that easier. So I read Genesis. I wanted to read Genesis all the way through Revelation in order. 
and I just want to get through it. I'm not going to make a set time. I'm going to be like, oh, I want to read it in one year or three months or whatnot. I'm just going to just read it all the way through. Just not give me a dead set time. I listen to it sometimes. And then I also read whenever I get a chance. So between me listening it on audiobook and uh, reading it, I mean, audiobook is a complete game changer because you literally, I, I'm at work. I just put my AirPods in and I just have some nice soothing guy's voice just read me the Bible. And it's also way more impactful too because he's got nice music behind it. It's like a like a nice little harp or whatever and it just adds more of a intense feeling to it. It's great. So between me reading and stuff like I'm I'm getting along. So I read Genesis through Deuteronomy right now. I'm in Joshua and I just feel bad for my man Moses. Moses was was he was a G, man. He really was. If you don't know the story of Moses and really much of the Old Testament, I'll basically give you a little grades of Moses' character and the impact that he brought uh, to the Bible. The dude brought the Israelites out of Egypt. Well, of course, with God's help. But, I mean, he, he helped get them out. He split the Red Sea. He went up Mount Sinai, got the Ten Commandments, brought them back down. Every time the Israelites would do something wrong, he would find some way to go back up that mountain, build up that courage still to be like, God, please forgive them. God, please don't. Please, God, please forgive them. And he did that all the time. The whole time throughout the Old Testament, just or through that Torah part, just before he died, that's all he did was constantly protect these people and wanted to bring them to the promised land. That was their whole big mission, was to make it, and the dude didn't even get to go into the promised land. He didn't even get to go. He was the most goaded one out of all of them, and he still didn't get to go. Now, granted, his original crew didn't get to go either. They're just, their descendants went got to go in, not not the his original pact. Um, so no one of the original Israelites ever went to go in. It was the, like their family, their new, like their sons and daughters and stuff that they, they went in there because they were um, uh, less sinful than the other ones. But it was just so cool watching, like, not watching, but getting to listen to that and read just everything that's going on in there because it's, it's a reflection of us and a reflection of ourselves of how we treat God. You know, we, we lose our faith. You know, one minute we'll be praising and being fine. Next minute we'll just lose all hope and stuff. And it's just, it's just crazy getting an outside yeah, getting like an outside point of view and just it really people say that like, oh man, the Bible's so hard to read. It's like I can't really get anything out of it. Dude, I shed a tear at the end. Please give it a chance. Push through it. Like push. And it's really hard to read too because there is like Satan doesn't want you to read it. I mean, there's thoughts that I I have never been tempted to not read another book. I've not. Like, if I want to read a book, I mean, I enjoy reading books. It's not like I don't enjoy reading it. But when it comes to, like, the Bible and stuff like that, there's just a, a part of me that's just like, yeah, hey, Dawson, you may not want to read that today. You may not be in the mood. Well, it's because there's he doesn't want us to read that. So it's not going to be our natural instinct to be like, hey, let's read God's Word. No, it's not going to be our natural instinct. But get in the habit of it, man. Push through. It's going to be it's such an awesome experience. But back to Moses. He, I just felt bad for him. He was just... He got to go at least up on the top of on the side of Mount Nebo. That's what my little my little video was about. Just him up on Mount Nebo, getting to watch the Israelites go into the Promised Land. It was it was very beautiful. Uh, but I felt bad for him. It just this is that's what that was. So <laughs> got to witness the sunrise this morning. That was beautiful. Uh, as for the mission trip, I'm so pumped, so stoked. New York is going to be amazing. I've never been to that part of the part of the country before, so that's gonna be very interesting. 
um, I don't, I don't really know what to expect. I mean, we're just going to go help out a church plant. Uh, we're going to be on a plane. I haven't been on a plane in forever, but I was on a phone call with my mom, uh, earlier today and she was, <laughs> she's my mom. I love her. I really do. I really do love her. And she just like, she's, <laughs> she goes, Hey Dawson, do you, do you need any Xanax when you go onto the plane? I'm like, mom, I, I'm good. <laughs> She's like, well, you just haven't been on an airplane in a while. And just like, I just want to make sure that you're calm and cool. It's like a lover, but it's like, I don't, don't, don't try to medicate me all the time. Like, I don't need the medication, mom. Like, I, I think you need to realize now that the hand of God is my Xanax. Yes, God, God is. You calm me down. It's all good. Like, plus also, it's like, it's something that I'm not really worried about. I'm not really too stressed about airplanes. I know some people that just get absolutely freaked out on planes, like my mom. She, she definitely needs something, some stress medication, something because like she just freaks out, but no, I did not need that. And then she, <laughs> oh, she told me, she said, Hey Dawson, be careful. Make sure to not leave your drink. Like don't make sure to not go and leave anywhere without your drink. Like don't leave your drink somewhere and go someplace while you're out there. Like the reason why it caught me off guard was like, where am I going to be at that? I'm going to have to worry about my drink. <laughs> I'm going to be with a church, dude. I'm on mission. Like, I'm going to go spread the gospel. She's like, hey, just Dawson, just make sure not just not to leave your drink out. Um, and I was like, why? She was like, hey, someone someone may, like, there's been people that like to put roofies in it. And you, you, don't, want to, you don't want that to happen to you. I was like, mom, I'm going on a mission trip. <laughs> I am going on a mission trip. There's no, I'm not going to have to worry about getting roofied on a mission trip, which it could, I mean, there's always a chance. But <laughs> this is the way that she put it and the way that she said it just made me die laughing, bro. I was like, I was like, huh? She's like, are you going to have fun? I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm going to have fun. It's a mission trip. She's like, oh, hey, just <laughs> make sure to not leave your drink anywhere. People may roof you, you know, like, <laughs> okay, all right, I, I don't think that's going to be anything I'm going to have to worry about, but uh, I will definitely keep that in the back of my mind, so um, <laughs> I'm going to be mostly with my group, uh, with everybody on mission, and with all the college students and stuff, so I think I'll be good, but thank you, mom, I love you, uh, I mean, you do care about me, so that's this part of you showing your caring, and, and your love is by... Uh, telling me that information and I appreciate that dude <laughs> from that from deep on my heart actually you know what I'm gonna give you a free uh for that I'm gonna give you a free uh, turtle tank for that how how's that feel would you would you rep the turtle tank mom would you I don't know who knows she may she may not but I'm definitely gonna get those workout people to rep the turtle tank let's go we're definitely gonna do this now what else was I gonna get to Oh, <laughs> oh man, to spank your kid or to not spank your kid? That was a, that was, I guess this is another debate question, I guess. I don't know. The reason is, is because I, my, my mom and my dad, they were pro spanking, dude. They were pro it, dude. Like as soon as you started acting up, they, started swinging dude they were they had no hesitation my dad was a construction worker and he had he took boards and he had those little clip on floor boardings he cut out a handle in it it was beautiful he sanded it down beautifully had i was like man what are you doing with that and he goes 
act up and see what happens. I was like, oh, big man. I'm sorry, man. Oh, are you wearing the turtle tank or something? Because, man, you're acting pretty, pretty uh, confident with that thing. What are you trying to do? Swing it on somebody? Oh, it's he, he called it Mr. Woody. That's what he called it. It was, it was the paddle of the house. And he was not afraid to swing that on anybody. Anybody that gave him just a little sass. That that fliss, that wrist was a flicking dude just straight. <laughs> he was not messing around. But look look how I turned out. Great. N- no, no emotional damage from it. I, as someone who got spanked, I will proudly say that I needed it. I did need it. I, I promise you I needed it. I was so disrespectful as a kid. I really was. I was really dis- entitled, especially when you get to those teenage years that you feel like you're a real man and you're really not. You, you like, like, I literally got like done with like two days of sonic shift. And I thought I was like, you know what? I'm ready to be out on my own. I don't need anybody here. I don't need anybody. Oh, I needed it so bad. I mean, back in the Old Testament, I, f- I found out, uh, and Le- I think it was in Leviticus. Yeah, Leviticus, where if your kids disobeyed you, you got to stone. Like they got stoned to death. Like the the kids in the Old Testament in the Israelite community, they were on their best behavior. I promise you that much. They were not giving any back sass. They weren't going, no, mom, I don't want to take out the trash. Or well, I'm telling you. I would have gotten probably stoned back then. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. As soon, I, I would have raised my voice at my mom or my dad immediately. They would have had no hesitation. They would have pulled me out into the yard and they would have had everybody else in the community be like, oh, batter up. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. <laughs> they would have just started slinging them suckers. I would have been down for the count by the time. I would have been gone by age like 15, man. I was so disrespectful, but no, I'm not. Now I'm not. I'm saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, baby, and <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy that I could put put that in my past because I do regret how I grew up and how much I did disrespect my parents. I did. I was not great. I I can admit that, but my parents had all rights to do that. My mom also had like a diamond ring. Oh yeah. That's why girls, that's why probably why the ladies love the diamond ring partially too, because my mom would slug me in the shoulder. I'll give her a good roast. I would, I would disrespect her or something like that. I would be like, no, nah, I'll be like, what? Like she hated when I said what, but I started taking advantage of that because it annoyed her. So I loved annoying her sometimes when she would make me mad. So I'd be like, <laughs> my mom would be like, Hey Dawson, take out the trash. And if I didn't want to do it, I'd go, what? She'd be like, Dawson, I said, take out the trash. I said, what? She said, Dawson, don't make me say it again. I said, take out the trash. And I said, what? She came over there with her diamond ring. It popped me in the shoulder, man. Just straight in between the meat, like the two, the two muscles right here. I'm not in college. I dropped out. So I don't know what they're called, like the tricep and the bicep. I don't know if that's, they're interconnected over here, but she's straight popped me in between those two meats and I'm telling you I was down for the count man could not use this arm at all it was like just flinging all over the place I just oh have you ever been dead armed and frogged oh it's the worst and then she would do it to me in the car too like she would just get me in the leg and just frog me in the leg with her diamond ring oh that was the worst oh I just have like an imprint on my knee just forever scarring there from branding from my mom. Just <laughs> you knew I was being disrespectful of like, oh hey, is that your mom's imprint of your wedding ring in there? She can she could probably just keep it in my leg 
Uh, and just like whenever she wanted to take it off, just have it there instead of putting it in a ring box because this is now in a permanent mold in my knee now. <laughs> I, was, I was something else as a kid for sure. But to spank your kid or not to spank your kid, I'm pro spanking. Just pro it. Not, you know what I'm saying. I'm not <laughs> taking it like too far. But I think if they're acting up a little bit, you got to shake them up a little bit. I, tur- I turned out great. My parents, you know, they did the best they could with me. You know, thank, thank you, Mom, and thank you, Dad, for bearing with me and the, the rough child that I was <laughs> at times. But guess what? I turned out great. I'm going on a mission trip, baby. Uh, yes. You turned your son into <laughs> a mission trip fiend, dude. I want to go spread that gospel so much, dude. Probably so other kids do not get, uh, just so I can spread the gospel and be like, look, get saved by Jesus. And I promise you, you will not get spanked. It's <laughs> That's like my motivation now. But besides Brooklyn, I got another thing coming up too. It's called Ginsend. Ginsend is where I'm going to be going on mission uh, to Phoenix, Arizona. And it's a totally different experience. I'm not just going to be going to like a regular church plant uh, or anything like that. I'm actually going to be going there and learning how to spread the gospel better. And I didn't know that. And they want you to incorporate things like your hobbies, which is even cooler. Like I did, I was like, hold on a second. I'm not just going to go down there with a set list and y'all have me do stuff. And like, I'm just going to be following somebody around the whole time for six to eight weeks. No, I'm going to go down there. They're going to have some set stuff. But there's gonna be a lot of days where they I don't see them, and they're gonna make. They told me they're making it their like my obligation to go out and spread the gospel, which is sick. Because they asked me what my hobbies were, and I said I have a podcast and I love comedy, especially stand up comedy. Anything new stand up comedy, I love it. And we all started getting along, talking about our favorite comedians and stuff. And they're like, "Hey, dude, we got some open mics down here. We're gonna be going to them." I said, "Let's go, sick," and it's crazy. Because I once was going into those open mics and I was going there to glorify myself and make other people laugh to make other people make me feel better. So I know the bad side of comedy. I know why people do stand up. It's not like a, like, why do comedians, why, why do comedians have such terrible lives, but yet they always have a smile on their face because that's how they cope. That's how I coped, dude. Like every time I had something rough went in my life, I wrote it down. I made a joke about it because it made me feel better. By other people laughing at me. That's just how it was. And I just had no remorse. No remorse whatsoever. Just went up on stage. Said what I had to say. Got some laughs or whatever. And made me feel better about myself. I convinced myself that I was doing it for other people. But I really wasn't. Like deep down inside. And like I listen to all these comedians podcasts and stuff like that. And they still go through some awful stuff. Like depression. Mental illness. And stuff like that. And they have to go to counseling all the time. So I'm like dang. You know, like, you know, like laughter is the best medicine. It's not. Laughter is not the best medicine. Laughter is the best, like, cover up. It really is. It's it's just like alcohol or any of those other things. It's just a cover up with what you're really going on with inside. And once I realized what I was doing with comedy and how much I was pushing God away, it made me realize I needed to reevaluate my life a little bit. And I thank God every day for the times that I had in Austin. Because Austin was bad. Trust me. If you do not know anything about Austin, I moved to Austin, Texas with these aspirations to get into stand-up comedy. I went there. COVID hit. Didn't even get to hit one open mic. All I got to do was go to work and come home because everything was closed. If I even wanted to go to church, I couldn't even go to church. Next thing you know, I'm just depressed, man. 
I'm drinking all the time. I'm just playing video games. I'm just, just depressed, dude. I'm doing everything my, like, I was suicidal at times. I really was. Like, I don't think I would actually, I didn't think I would actually do it, do it. But, like, I was really, really depressed. I was, like, the, the thoughts crossed my mind. I, I was, basically what I'm saying is I was in the darkest times that I've ever been in my life. And my friend, like literally one phone call changed everything. Like my friends came and saw me, they left, they called me up. They were like, Hey Dawson. Uh, well, one of them did my, um, my friend, he, he called me up and he goes, Hey, yo, what's up, dude? Um, he goes, how's, how are things going? That's all he had to ask. That's all he had to ask. And I was just like, dude, you know what? No, it's not good. It's not good. I'm not happy. And I just flooded everything. And I just kept on asking him things like, hey, should I cuss in my act? And I kept on asking him and asking him and doing this, whatever. And he let me do what I wanted to do, but he would be honest and blunt with me. And eventually it just came around and I realized, I was like, I think the Holy Spirit is just trying to grab a hold of me and telling me what I'm doing is wrong. And I'm just fighting it and making excuses for it. And that's what I came to the realization was. And right then and there, that's when episode one dropped the the one of the reasons why I started this podcast was just so I can get my thoughts out and also stop cussing because it literally helped so much because not only was I holding myself accountable but also everybody who listened to it so everybody knows like hey yo Dawson did you you're claiming yourself a Christian but yet you said this this and this and I don't know every single thing that I've said on my podcast, but I don't think anything that I've said was just too worthy of not like, of like, oh, dang, Dawson, you're just not a Christian, dude. You're just not setting a good example for Christ. No, I'm a human, bro. Like anybody who thinks Christians are perfect and they should be perfect, that's absolutely wrong. I don't like that. I don't like seeing people who are one way six days of the week. They come into church and they're just like, yeah, what's up? How's it going? And then all of a sudden, guess what? Mondays turns around. They're just the totally different person. You do not have to be perfect to be a Christian. It's the polar opposite. If we were supposed to be perfect, then why do we need Jesus? That's facts. Put that. Tattoo that somewhere. I know. Every, <laughs> just tattoo that on you. If we are perfect or we're supposed to be perfect as Christians, then why do we have Jesus? And the Israelites are a perfect example of why we needed Jesus. We're a perfect example of why we needed Jesus. I mean... Literally, we need we needed Jesus to die on the cross for all of our sins to be able to be in this moment and to be able to worship him and not have to worry about, oh, dang, I need to be exactly this way. I mean, that's why there was 200 and what, 200 and something laws in the Israelites. It was just God just going, you're, there's no way you're going to be able to fall up to these all the time. They had to sacrifice. They had to do all these instant things, whatever. You know how many times they probably had to do that a day? <laughs> a lot. So, bro, I'm telling you. And it's just like it, like the perfect Christian. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. So I promise you, you will find something of me where it's just like, Dawson, da you were being stupid in this. Hey, Dawson, I remember you said this. Hey, Dawson, I remember you were like this. Yeah, I was. I was. I'm trying to improve every single day. And on this mission trip, I want to be able to go to the dark places of stand-up comedy. It's a dark industry, bro. And I want to go in there, and I want to get to know people. That's my goal. I want to get to go to Phoenix, and I want to go to these open mics. And I'm going to do stand-up. Uh, I'm going to do stand-up. I'm going to make my presence presence known there. Of like, I want to make jokes that I've never made before. You know, I want to make like some Christian-related jokes. Put the in, incorporate the gospel uh, into my set. 
what I want to do is also, most importantly, build a relationship with the people who are at those open mics and see if I can get something going. It's a sad industry, dude. It's a sad world over in stand-up. It's not all of what it is, like what people make it out to be or what comedians make. It's a sad, sad world there. And there's, I mean, a lot of comedians, they make themselves look like, oh, cool, we got it together. We got this. No, they need loving much as anybody else does, man. Like I listen to these podcasts all the time and I just look at them like, man, they need love. They need some of that Jesus, bro. They need some of that love that I experienced in my life. And I want to, you know, spread it to them. I want to spread it to everybody. But I also, like, I really love stand-up comedy, and I can sympathize with them a lot. And I think I have a story that, you know, I can relate relate with, and you know, it's just going to be super dope. It's super dope to be able to go into open mics now and not and know that I'm not going there for just myself anymore, but also to go to also spread the gospel. Super sick. That's absolutely amazing. And I know I kind of just dumped everything out there on the, I don't know, man, this kind of, kind of just word like just things just started coming out I just felt like the holy spirit just went ugh, and just released some other stuff that i didn't even think that I was gonna be talking about but yeah that's basically what's gonna be happening with me through next week and then also like in two months whenever i leave sometime in june i, I think it's like june 17th to go to phoenix but i'm pumped i'm gonna bring I'm, i plan to bring the podcast on the road because i asked them about that i think they're cool with it so i plan to bring the podcast on the road try to do it like maybe once a week, but more likely it's probably gonna be like once every two weeks or so. I'm gonna be there for six to eight weeks. It's gonna be sick. I'm gonna keep y'all posted. But yeah, yeah, that's some big things, big things going on. I'm so pumped, baby. So pumped for the Lord. And <clears throat> we might as well move on to the fun factory. That's that's where that's where I have right now. This is a perfect segue right into uh, to that. Uh, to this portion now is is to the to the fun facts. <clears throat> Got clear my, you know what? I'm gonna get some water real quick. Get some of that thinking, think processing, man. I just kind of just dumped out a lot of stuff. Have y'all process it real quick. Oh, and just in case if y'all haven't heard this today, um, I, I just want to know that uh, I just want to let y'all know that that Jesus does love you and. And I, I have that repping right there on my shirt. So if you can't see it, Jesus loves you. I love you. I just, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I want to let that out on the mic right now. Um, it was just popped in my brain. I just wanted to just, I didn't even think about it. I just kind of want to let it out there. And I do mean that. Um, seriously, I'm down to talk to anybody, bro. I, it really does not matter. I'm not ashamed of with anything. And if anybody needs talking, bro, I literally DM me, message me. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not a uh, intimidating person, dude. I'm goofy. Have you seen my videos? I, there's not a serious bone in my, well, not serious, but there's not like a, like a, <laughs> like a weird bone in my body to where like, I'm just intimidating or something like that. I'm literally goofy and I love the Lord, dude. And I, I want to help people. I want to, I don't want people to go through what I like this things that I did, dude. So I just want to say, I love y'all. Jesus loves y'all. And I'm going to move on to this fun fact. The fun fact that I have for y'all for episode 51 is people die more from selfies than shark attacks. Let that process in real quick. So more people die from selfies now than shark attacks. How does that happen? How does that happen? 
I I gotta look this up. <laughs> I gotta pull up. Gotta pull up the article. Um, New York Post. Speaking of mission trip, baby, I got the New York Post right here. Let's see here. Oh, so people, a lot of people. Okay, so a hundred, a hundred and thirty-seven selfie-related. Uh, accidents between 2011 and 2017 compared to just 50 people killed by sharks. Mostly because people take extreme pictures from like a mountain or like just like they do like they're standing on the edge of a cliff and they're just taking a selfie. I assume it's that. I've seen people do that. That's absolutely crazy. It's not my cup of tea (laughs) at all. You're asking for it at that point. If you're wanting to, the people who take their hands and they just hang onto the side of the cliff and they take a selfie like that, you are asking for that rock to just, or your hand, your grip to just slip. All for some Instagram likes, bro. All for some Instagram likes. I'm also going to take a good guess and probably say it's car accident related too. I know there's probably some dinguses out there that are like taking some like Snapchats selfies just in the car not paying attention and just you're asking for it once again you were asking for it other than that I really walking could walking be a possibility yeah I'm pretty sure walking could be a possibility you could just be walking across the street with your phone you just you're just looking down at it the whole time some cars not paying attention boom you're not paying attention either boom hits you because you're jaywalking it it makes sense. It makes complete sense. Um, wow. Oh, the woman who was attacked by a jaguar. Yes. Okay. So that that's a, so extreme photo taking. So I guess that's what the bigger issue is. It's just extreme photo taking. My thing is, is what is the mental process? What is the mental process for you to be like, oh, cool, I'm going to get into a cage with a jaguar. Hey, honey, honey, hold my phone. I'm going to go into a cage with a jaguar. I want you to take my selfie. Please, just, I'm going to say cheese next to this predator, this meat eater. He sees me as a meal, but yet I'm going to stand by him, and I want you to take a selfie for me so I can post it on Facebook, and then people can just comment, yo, that looks sick. Hey, maybe maybe your grandma slides in there. Hey, honey, I miss you. Hope you come down to North Carolina this summer. Oh my gosh, Gina, that's an awesome. Did you get a new dog? Just for those comments and some likes. And you're out there just taking pictures with wild, vicious animals. I, I've never gotten that sport. I don't even know if it's a sport. Is it an adrenaline rush? I guess that's what it is. I don't. I don't know. But I think, I mean, I've been at fault with that too, of with whenever there's a camera around, I'll be be more willing to do something stupid just because someone takes out of a camera. I'm like, oh, cool. This is going to be recorded. Okay. What dumb things do you want me to do? I'll be willing to do it right now, but I'm going to draw the line at Jaguar. I'm going to draw the line at uh, vicious animals, uh, photos being taken of that. Speaking of which, I saw a video. <laughs> I've been seeing like these videos uh, of like these people who find... Uh, like a turtle or like this, this person bought a goldfish from, 
Petco and released it into the ocean. A freshwater, a freshwater fish released into the ocean and thought that she was doing her her good her good to this society. <laughs> Same thing with lobster. Some guy did it with that, knowing that it was in the wrong water, and then some. <laughs> And then someone was taking a turtle and they found it on the road and they were like, oh, I'm going to do something nice. I'm going to take it off the road and I'm going to throw it in this pond. So they took it, throw it in the pond, not knowing it was a tortoise. So that thing drowned. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I've just been getting a collage of those. Uh, speaking of animals, I've just been getting a collage of those videos and they have literally been taking me out, dude. I'm just, just sitting there going, man. They are actually thinking they are doing something nice. And it turns out they're doing the worst possible thing for the animal. <laughs> I I feel bad. I feel bad for them at the same time. Because, I mean, I guess it's just ignorance, bro. Just ignorance is a bliss uh, for, for, for them. And they're just like, oh, yay, I'm saving. And then next thing you know, they're not saving at all. <laughs> I I absolutely love it. But is there any more... Is there any more things on this selfie? Selfies killing more than shark attack study. Because that that website didn't have really anything. Um, who more prone to task risk make up three quarters of selfie deaths? In drownings, crashes, falls, or shooting shooting accidents? India with a population of 1.3 billion cell phones holds the record for number of people dying in the act of <laughs> photography with 159 records so far. Wow. So India over here taking some crazy selfies. I need to read more into this. The situation becomes so dire that India has set up a no selfie zone. <laughs> India has a no selfie zone, bro. That is awesome. You have an actual zone that's just dedicated to no selfies. Just don't no no selfies here. You you get you take a selfie, you're getting sent to prison. That's what's happening right now. Uh, in Russia, people have fallen from bridges, high-rise buildings. Okay, look, here's the thing about Russia though. The people there are crazy. I saw a video of a Russian guy jumping with no parachute. He, he knew he didn't have a parachute. He just jumped off this, like, it looked like a cell phone tower. He just jumped off of it. Don't even know what happened. His parachute didn't even go out. I don't even know if he was trying to jump with a parachute or he just didn't even have one. But he just jumped. Didn't see a parachute or anything. He just jumped. He survived, but about broke everything. So those people are wild. Uh, what? Selfies without danger. Uh, the in the United States, most of those involved in selfie deaths fatally shot themselves while seeking. Fatally shot. Them. Number of people have fallen to their deaths at the Grand Canyon. Wow. So, be careful, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> so they made a list of inappropriate selfie spots because these people are. You're the same people that have to make where we we have to put don't eat Tide Pods on the back of Tide Pods. And also, please don't eat, eat this. And we have to put don't eat that on labeling. And hey, make sure not to do this with that. And it should be common sense. But nah, we, we don't have any common sense. We're, we're humans. See, it's that not perfect thing. Okay, that's <laughs> we need Jesus. Okay, make sure you're saved before you make a dangerous selfie decision. Okay. <laughs> Just make sure, like, before you hang off a cliff, make sure your heart's checked and see where you're going to be going afterwards because 
who knows? You may one day just <laughs> see see a pose. You see what you want to take a pose with something, and you know you put your head in an alligator because I saw a guy do that. People are wild, man. I cannot uh, imagine being <laughs> being being a part of that. Cannot be a part of that at all. But before I get into the Bible verse. I just want to say congratulations uh, to the Senate for making daylight savings time not a thing anymore. I don't want it to be a thing anymore. It's not. I, I've never. I've never enjoyed daylight savings time. I've never got the use for it. I knew it was for farmers, but don't farmers have lights on their tractors now? So I don't know if it's necessarily a big deal anymore. All I know is, is I either gain an hour or I lose an hour. I either wake up in the dark or I'll wake up with sun in my face. And it just gets darker and uh, just uh, just stick with one thing. I'm so happy that daylight savings time is coming to a close. I, I want to see if we have more information on it, though. Um, let's see here. Daylight savings over. It's going to be in, over in 2023. They're going to start that. Um... I want to know, may be wrong. Okay, cool. I want to see someone who disagrees. Uh, everyone hates changing their clocks, but choosing the permanent spring forward could mess with their schedules even more. On Tuesday, the U.S. US Senate voted unanimously to make daylight savings time permanent for 2023, getting rid of the biannual ritual of Americans changing their clocks back and forth by an hour. Um... <clears throat> Would mean standards. Yet sleep scientists argue the choice of daylight savings time could uh, saving time over standard time. In other words, choosing the spring forward rather than fall back time would leave Americans permanently out of sync with their natural schedule and potentially leading to a rage of health issues. Hmm. A rage of health issues. Originally, daylight savings time was meant to reduce energy consumption by setting clocks forward, thus extending the hours of daylight further into the evening. With more sunlight, people require less electricity for artificial lighting. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I didn't even know that. I thought it was just for farm purposes. So energy saving. That's cool to know. Didn't even know that. Um, should we stop changing our clocks? A small but significant in road accidents on. <laughs> so there was a small increase. Okay, one study found a small but significant increase in road accidents on Monday after switching to summertime. Oh, whoops. No, that probably wasn't due to the switching of clocks. Uh, that was due to the fact that um, uh, they were taking selfies. I, that, I guarantee you they were taking selfies in their brand new turtle tanks. Oh, yes. It was probably a weightlifter, too. He probably just got done getting yoked at the gym, and he decided to take a selfie, and you now try to put that in the category of the, the, the daylight savings time? No, don't you blame it on changing your clocks. The, just mental stress. I'll be honest. I don't know where they're getting this from because I felt nothing when the chime changed. I felt absolutely nothing. Literally, I fell asleep and woke up, and my alarm went off, and I forgot that the time changed. But guess what? My body didn't feel any different. The whole day, my body wasn't like, oh my gosh, Dawson. 
you lost an hour. You are now going to be mentally distressed for the whole day. No, I did not feel that at all. I felt great. I felt amazing as any, uh, as any other day with sleep. You know, you just go to bed and you wake up. I don't know what's up with people's bodies, but, but like you just have to, like everybody going, Dawson, you got to get eight hours, bro. I got to get my, eight. I know people that are like, dude, if I don't get 10 hours of sleep, I'm not going to be able to function the next day. 10 hours. Are you kidding me? You don't need 10 hours. You, you don't need 10 hours. What do you go to bed at six? Do you just skip dinner? Like, what are you talking about? You need 10 hours of sleep. No one ever get, if you're actually working hard and doing something, you're probably not always getting eight hours. I, that's just facts. That's just calling out these people. All right. We're calling them out. If you're getting exactly eight hours every single night, you either have a really strict schedule and you need to have some more fun in your life or you are doing nothing. You need to incorporate some hobbies. You need to incorporate some something. Go hiking. Go watch the sun sunset. All right. Go do something. Okay, because I, I don't even get eight hours all the time. I don't I mean, when my when people tell me like, dude, I get eight hours every single night. What? Every night? Every 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 single night you get eight hours. I don't. I can't. I don't, I don't know what it is. My body runs pretty well like on six, six, seven hours of sleep. And I know that's come to a shock to y'all. But nah man, I <laughs> there's no way I'm getting eight hours of sleep every time. I actually feel weird. If I get eight, nine hours of sleep, my body just feels a little off, like right when in the morning and after as soon as I have a cup of coffee, I'm good. But I do wake up a little groggy if I get eight, nine hours. It's just, I mean, everybody's body is different and I'm, and I'm not ripping on anybody who gets eight hours of sleep every single night. That's good for you. You're structured. I'm not that structured. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't even have a planner. I don't have anything. I'm not structured in my schedule. I just go with the wind sometimes. I have like my set things that I want to do during the day, but mostly... It's like sometimes I'll stay up till like two o'clock in the morning, edit a video, and then I got to wake up at six. That's very ignorant on my part. So, you know, that's very stupid. But the thing is, though, is at the same time, I don't do it all the time. Most of the time, I go to bed like 11 o'clock midnight and I have to wake up at six. So I get like, yeah, around six hours of sleep. That's, that's my chill zone. That's where I'm at, baby. But let's let's see if there, the, how this article ends. Is daylight saving time bad? Uh, making either standard time or daylight saving time permanent. The Senate chose to keep daylight saving, but that might prove to be the worst of the two choices with potentially worse health outcomes. All right, many sleep scientists support standard time over daylight savings time as the latter, uh, latter more closely aligns with the nat natural day and thus our bo natural body clock. See, here's the thing though: they didn't have natural, they didn't have daylight savings time back in the day. They didn't. They just slept and woke up, slept and woke up, slept and woke up. Like, it's not, it's like, I don't think Moses or anybody was just like, hey, did you set your stone back a, a few days? Did you make sure to, like, set your stone tablet back a few hours? Why? Because uh, we're, you know, it's daylight savings time. What? Why do you have it? Dude, dude just just do it. Oh, man. Oh, man, God. I don't, I don't know if I'm, I don't feel really good, God. I don't know if I can travel for 40 days right now. I just... Why, why can't you travel for 40 days? I just, man, that daylight savings time, bro. I don't know what you did, God, but you just put that daylight savings time. And it made me, it made it rough, bro. Like, yeah, I just, I just couldn't deal with it. I could, no, they didn't have that, man. This daylight savings time is just this newer thing. We don't, I, uh, 
just keep it standard, dude. I mean, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect my body. I mean, people can fight for to the death over it. I want daylight savings time. I don't. And like, keep it whatever. Mine, I don't. I don't care. I don't really want it. I don't. It just kind of a, a an annoyance, really. I mean, I don't have to change my clocks back. It just automatically goes. But my thing is, is for I, I like more daylight in the evening. I don't mind waking up the dark. But I want it to stay lighter longer. That's just me because I like to chill when I get home and after work. And, and when it was like daylight savings, it was I went to work in the dark and I came home in the dark. It was like it was so depressing. It felt like I was in Alaska. Just that three month dead period. That's what it was. Now, I want some sunshine, baby. I want to see God's beauty when I get home and I got like the bask in it, man. So. That's just my that's just my drop on it. You can drop in the comments what you feel about daylight savings time. Apparently, the scientists think that there's going to be some major health issues when it comes to it. But I'm pretty sure when the statistics come out, there's going to be more selfies, selfie deaths, and more selfie health health issues than there is going to be anything to do with daylight savings time. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be more shark attack deaths than there is going to be from daylight savings time. But we might as well have incorporate that in there too. They probably will come out with statistics like you know. Uh, since this daylight savings time, you know, law just got in place. More people are, you know, mentally drained, and there's more car wrecks than ever and stuff. And it's probably more going to be more of that. And they're just going to come out with some crazy statistics, and they're going to change it right back. But it's whatever. It's fine. As long as you're not texting while driving or making like, I do not want to have to see a sign at the crosswalk that says "Do not take selfies while crossing." If I ever have to get to a point in my life where I walk into a restaurant and it's like, danger, don't take selfies in the bathroom, wet here. Like, they're going to change the wet floor sign. Caution, wet, don't take selfies. I'm literally going to be like, America, please get your stuff together. (laughs) Please, I don't want to have to see that. (laughs) But before I get off and jet, I got the Bible verse for you. The Bible for verse for episode 51, baby. It comes out of 1 Corinthians. Let me turn to it. It's going to be 1 Corinthians. If, if you turn, if you want to turn with me, you can. Uh, if you're driving, um, I, if you're driving and you're in the middle of taking a selfie, I prefer you just to scroll over to the Bible app right now uh, because if you're going to do something dangerous, you might as well be in the Word, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's going to be verses 26 through 30. Uh, one th- verses 26 through 31 brothers consider your calling not many are wise from a human perspective not many powerful not many of noble birth instead God has chosen what is foolish in the world to shame the wise and God has chosen what is weak in the world to shame the strong God has chosen what is insignificant and despised in the world what is viewed as nothing to bring to nothing what is viewed as something so that no one can boast in his presence. But it is from him that you, that you are in Christ Jesus, who became God-given wisdom for us, our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, in order that, as it is written, the one who boasts must boast in the Lord. I'm going to repeat that last line. The one who boasts must boast in the Lord. Baby, that is that's going to be key. That's key with me in my whole life, you know, boasting in the Lord, dude. Like, uh, it's so easy to boast in yourself and give yourself a pat on the back for all the things that you accomplished in your life. But everything that I have is of the Lord. Everything that you have is of the Lord. And he's given it to you 
and he shall take it if he wants to. Look at Job. Dude did nothing wrong. Got everything taken. But guess what he got back in return? Tenfold. But don't be expecting that, though. Don't be expecting like, hey, yo, dude, I'm going to be doing this, this, and this. God should give me this. That's not how it works. It's not how it works at all. It's not a game. It's not a game, baby. It is not a game. But when God blesses you with something, you give it to God. I got to learn that, too, because sometimes I get caught up like, yeah, I didn't know you did nothing, Dawson. You did nothing. You did absolutely nothing. It was of God. So, um, something I got to work on, uh, definitely sometimes. But the reason why that verse also impacts me is I read it this morning as my devotional. And uh, it was it was good because, I mean, take this on to the, like the mission trip. Take this on to like with the comedy thing. That's how it really correlates is just with everything like if someone told me hey Dawson good job on this or hey Dawson how'd you get the opportunity to do this it gives me perfect time to be able to outreach and use the gospel and it's an easy gospel conversation through that I mean but also just boasting the Lord in everything you do so it's okay to boast but just been part of the Lord I am hot I am sexy because that's how the Lord made me all right I am awesome because God made me that way you can boast, but just make sure to use the one. Is that how it works? I don't know if that's exactly how it works or not. You know, uh, hey girl, I'm rich. I'm really, really rich. Spiritually. Let's go. But everybody, thank you for listening to episode 51 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. Before we leave, before you leave, don't pause, don't do anything, listen up. Okay, turn up the radio a little bit. If you like this podcast, make sure to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. If you are on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, make sure to subscribe to that, but also please rate it. Rate it. I, I want people um, to, to at least know that I, got, I bring something to the table, but also at the same time, like the more that you rate it, the more it gets to go to other platforms. I didn't even realize that either. Just the more it automatically pops up and stuff. So if you like my podcast, go ahead and rate it. That's all I ask. Um, I, uh, ha- I have my email in my description. I also have my Instagram stuff and my and, and uh, <clears throat> where you can DM me, message me, whatever. If y'all if y'all need some loving on, y'all need some help, y'all need some prayer. Let me know. Hit me up because I'd be more than willing to pray for y'all. But I love y'all. I'll see y'all in probably about a week. Well, actually, no, probably two weeks. Yeah, because I'm not going to be able to do a podcast all week because I'll be on mission. So I'll see y'all probably in about two weeks. But everybody, thank you for listening to episode 51. I love you guys. Stay blessed. Woo! The last I go hard podcast. You are listening to. The last I go hard podcast. You are listening to. The last I go hard podcast.